Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Colleen, good to see you today. Nice to see you too. I've missed you. I know. Okay. So your job is really to work with other realtors, get yeah. them to refer to you. Yeah. And that's really your bread and butters. That's realtors. So yeah. how do you get them to refer to you? What are some of your tricks? Well, number one, I want to make sure that the realtor is capable of referring to me. So if you've got a realtor that's only closed one deal in the last year, as much as they love you, the odds of them being able to do any business with you is going to be pretty slim. Right. So our first step is making sure that the realtors that we're talking to are qualified. So to be considered qualified, they have to have closed at least six transactions in the previous year. And then if I can get a realtor to get in front of me to have a face-to-face conversation, generally I can get them to start referring something, at least giving us a try. You know, so I really try really hard to, I'll follow up with them for 12 weeks. I'll call them for 12 weeks to see if they can uh, come on my calendar to talk face-to-face. And then after we've met face-to-face, then I have another 12 weeks of follow-up that I do that's like dripping on them all the things that we do, all the, all the ways that we help you know, agents be able to get uh, comp- properties under contract and all the things that we can do to help them grow and develop their business. And, there, and there's a lot of things that we do. So it's a 12-week follow-up program. And then after 12 weeks, we just look and see, have they sent us any leads? They haven't sent us any leads, then they're dead to us. <laughs> no. Take away their birthday. Yeah, or- exactly. But it's like you, if you've poured 12 weeks worth of energy into somebody, then uh, you, know, you, you try to get a hold of them for 12 weeks to get, get them in front of you. Then you put 12 weeks of energy to try to get them to, to love you. And after that, if you're just not their thing, then that's just probably not going to work. And it's just time to move on. Most of the time, that's not the case. You know, I really, truly believe that realtors just want lenders to help them grow their business. They want a partner. They want somebody who's going to communicate with them and take care of excellent care of their clients. Realtors do not want to be chasing lenders. That is so annoying. You know, when I, when I talk to realtors in other markets specifically, they don't have lenders that are really paying attention to, to their needs, which they're, they need their client to be able to move forward and get pre-qualified, get pre-approved do all of those things so that they can go under contract. And so they need you to return their damn call. Like having a full voicemail as a realtor or a lender is just not not acceptable. I hit two realtor voicemails this morning that were full. Actually, I had two and I texted her immediately. And I'm like, if you ever see mine, let me know because you got to get those deleted. Clear them out at the end of the day. You're you're like, you're not doing business if your voicemail is full. You're not answering your phone and your voicemail is full. You're not going to get paid. So yeah, I do that process. And you have a really good process. Thank you. Of the way that you follow up with people and just reaching out and just asking for the business. Yeah. That's a huge thing, just asking for the business. Exactly. And people want to be wanted. Yeah. And you make them feel wanted. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. We put a lot of energy into it. But you know, the relationships that I build with realtors there, I mean, number one, I want them to be genuine and real. I don't want fake relationships. I don't want relationships built on, I'm going to buy you things. Right. That's, that's gross. 
you know, this is, this is something that is a very, very long-term relationship program that we're trying to, that we're trying to build. And if we don't like each other, let's not work together. That's totally fine. But I want to build relationships with really good people that are doing great business that appreciate what I'm doing because I appreciate them. And that, you know, that stemmed from, from just building your relationship with people. Putting yourself out there. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. How much time do you spend educating other realtors? Like, do you, is that a big part of your day? Just I try really hard not to educate realtors too much. Okay. And just say, talk to my, let me Mm -hmm. talk to the clients. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about it is I see a lot of new realtors that they're, they're so cute. They come into my office and they have a notepad and a pen and they're ready to take notes about how to be a lender. And it's great. And I think it's like, okay, cool. You're, you're trying to get started in a really good way and you're trying to be proactive so you can tell your clients what to do. But there's so much to this that you're undoubtedly, when you're trying to quote, you know, programs and fees and guidelines and all these things, you're undoubtedly going to be wrong. Right. And then when your client comes back to me and tells me that they can, you know, get gift money from their realtor and that have that be okay... And then I say that, no, they can't. Yep. And then and then I'm the bad guy because they'll say, well, Alicia told me you can. Well, Alicia's now their new best friend. And, and then I'm the bad guy because now I'm quoting my own guidelines. Right. So, you know, so I, I don't spend a ton of time educating realtors on, on how to do lending. I That's want, really smart. I want realtors to stay in the driver's seat. I want them to stay in the sales part of the, of the transaction. I want to keep you guys out there selling. If you guys are chasing down your lenders in order to try to get an update on what's going on with your file, that is a horrible waste of your time. So I feel like if a realtor is calling my office to ask me what the status is of a file, we've dropped the ball dramatically. If I get a personal text message from a realtor asking me what's going on, somebody's going to be in trouble. I love that. That is so nice when you get those updated like weekly emails, just letting people know where it is in underwriting or with the yes. appraisal process. It is so nice. It also gives you just kind of off your checklist. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I need, I'm so glad that they reminded me. Right. You, your processes are top notch. I don't think I've seen anybody else that does it better. Thank you. Yeah. We it did. It takes a lot of energy to get that all lined up and figured out. Oh. And Well, we've been working on it for a long time and we've made a lot of mistakes and then we've corrected them. But we figured that we, uh, we give realtors back about three hours a week of their time because they're not trying to chase us down. And I mean, that's huge. Absolutely. But also too, the like, stress, it gets rid of a lot of stress for us. Yeah. So, I mean, the referrals come very naturally because like realtors know when like you send us a client, you send us Susie Brown, um, that she's gonna, you know, she wants to get pre-qualified. You don't have to call me and be like, whatever happened to Susie? Right. Like, you know, you've handed the baton off. And, and we give you updates. Like we have a double touch program. We touch the lead, we touch the realtor, touch the lead, touch the realtor. Like that's the program. Even if the update to the realtor is, hey, we've called the client three times. We've left three voicemails. We haven't got anything back. Can you give it a nudge? Yes. And, and I've had yeah. those calls from you and it's great. And then yeah. I can, it gives me a reason to call them as well. Like, hey, yeah. uh, just talk to the lender. I just want to see where you are on it as well. Yeah. It's another just touch point for me as well. Exactly. And then, you know, you're not trying to do my job. I talked to a realtor earlier today and they're, he's like, I love that I don't have to ask you when, if you've ordered the appraisal. Right. <laughs> like, I can't tell you every uh, state lender I work with, I have to be on them to order that appraisal and so I have to silly. get my clients to be get, to get on them about the appraisal. And it's so frustrating. Oh, there you go. It's delayed because yeah. we don't have the appraisal. Because we don't have time. the appraisal because you didn't order it. Yep. Yeah. Because you didn't get commitment. So, right. you know, so that's why we ask for commitment up front from our clients. We let them know that we don't get paid until we close. And that if they choose not to close with us, that we literally work for free and there's expenses on that. 
So we asked them up front, is there any reason at this point that you would not move forward with us as your lender? That's a great thing to say. Well, I need yeah. to start using that as well because it takes my, because we don't get paid till the end either. No. And, and they can waste your time. Yeah. And you know what? If you're not going to work with me, I'd rather know now than later. Yeah. That's- so we have what we call a clear mortgage plan and we, we schedule for them. We say, we're going to, we'd like to schedule with you your clear mortgage plan. And at your clear mortgage plan, we go over your cash to close, your monthly payment and any other questions that you have. So what are the, it was, so before we get started, like what questions do you have so far? Well, I, you know, I want to know how much cash, I want to know how much my payment is. I want to know what an escrow account is. I want to know what's going on with my credit. Cool. So I write all those down. So we're going to get started. So we're purchasing at this price. We're going to put this, this is how much cash to close you're going to do. And this is what your monthly payment. Clients don't care what their rate is. They need to know how much their cash to close is and what the payment is. We have taught them to care about their rate we know that different rates mean different things. The lowest rate is the most expensive, meaning your payment's the lowest and your cash to close is the highest. Well, a lot of people, they don't have any liquidity, so they they would like to keep some cash in the bank or they don't have that much money, so they don't care that their payment's a little bit higher. And so other people are super payment conscious and they have tons and tons of money. So there's, there's a different spectrum. So we sell cash to close and payment. So we go over all of those points of the scenario and then we answer all of their questions and then we say, okay, have I answered all of your questions? Well, yes, you have. Okay, at this point, is there any reason that you would not feel comfortable moving forward with me as your lender? That is so simple and smart and mm-hmm. practical. Mm-hmm. And then it also puts them on the line, puts a little bit of pressure, but not that. Yeah. But just, and then well, you'll, you'll know too. Right. And if yeah. they say, well, we're, you know, we're going to shop three lenders, then we say, super. So just so you know, we don't get paid until, until we close on the transaction. So all efforts from my team are going to stop at this point until you're ready to make Good a commitment. For you. Because we only get closed, you know, we only get paid unless, unless if we close. And at this point, until you're ready to make a commitment, where we're not going to do any yeah. more work on your file. And that's the whole. I mean, thing. that's you're just clear. And, and that's your worth and value. And I think that's yeah. perfect. That's just clear. Yeah. So you talked about what you it takes for you to reach out to a realtor that they have to do six transactions. Yeah. Is there any? Are there any realtors that you wouldn't work with? Mean ones. Yeah. Yeah. If they have a bad reputation or I've had a bad transaction with them and they were unkind, it's a total skip. Good for you. Big, big black line. No, I only work with nice people. This is my life. And, but most importantly, I think it's with this team I've built out. I am really, really protective about them and how people treat them. And if they're unkind, then, then I'm not interested in working with them. And you do a lot of business. So you can pick, not pick and choose. But yeah, you have the right to say no if yeah. someone's awful. Yeah. And, and you know, I also want somebody who appreciates the, the, the team that I've built. I want somebody that appreciates the systems and, follow, and, and processes that we've created. Some people are like, oh, I'm used to just working with one lender. You know, one person that does everything. Well, that's fine. But your one lender could, was pretty much only doing your transactions because that's not, that's not a, a model that is very sustainable for growth. And it's just not. Right. So it's, I'm glad you had your own personal lender, but I'm going to do more than three transactions in a month. I just had this deal where I work with like almost all sellers right now, but I had a buyer and the, we met the agent at the house and she said there's going to be multiple offers. We knew it was going to be crazy yeah. to get it and we'd have to go high in price. But she said that we had to use her lender. Didn't have to, but that basically they would look at our, they wouldn't really look at our offer unless we used her lender. Wow. I know. And it was one of those things where 
it felt illegal. I, I've been that's, meaning to look I, into it. I feel like that's that illegal. That is illegal. Okay, good to know, because now I want to call Gar and have, have a conversation. Well, <laughs> there's some people locally that are trying to strong arm that stuff. and and There's a few new developments where there's just some weird stuff happening yep. that just doesn't feel and right. And that's going to get them in trouble yep. eventually. Yep. Yep. That's just going to take some time to come out in the wash, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to get them in trouble because you can't strong arm people into using certain people. Yes. You can't. Like even if, if somebody is, if you're working with a buyer and there and you're like, Hey, I think you really should call Colleen for your lending. They, they Very can different. be like, Oh, well, my sister's a lender. Yeah. You know, I, so I want to work with my sister. Well, you can't just be like, no, everybody that works with me has to work with Colleen. Right. Exactly. That's not, I mean, that's not real. That's crazy. <laughs> that's the same thing. There is something though that I do like that a lot of realtors are doing that they say you have to use a local lender yes. just because they understand the market. We talked about the appraisals. They yes. actually know they have to order them. That's benefited us a lot. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed it too, because I know most of the lenders and it's nice when I see it on a buy sell, whether I know that this lender is going to get it done or not. Yeah. There are some local lenders. I see it and I get a little scared. Yeah, but at least they're local and I'd rather them stick with a local lender. Totally. So, I mean, how do you get more referrals from realtors? Well, doing your job and doing a great job of it. I mean, if you, if you hose over a realtor in a transaction and you don't correct it or don't have a damn good reason why it went that way, you're never going to get a referral from that realtor. And that's just the way it is. And, you know, that elephant's memory is long and, yep. and realtors, realtors remember they forever do remember. and they will tell their friends. So, you know, so it's important that we all do good business, which I've always loved that about this industry because there is really great accountability and it's, it's very cause and effect. Like there could be something that could happen in a transaction that wasn't necessarily my fault or the fault of my team, but I can correct it. And that, you know, if that means I have to write a check in order to keep something alive, 100% I will because the relationship with the realtor is the one that matters the most to me. And I think that that's really what keeping it into perspective. I tell realtors all the time too, like our relationship is the most important relationship for me. Borrowers are, are wonderful and, and it's great. We love, we love cycling through their lives, but the real strong relationships are the relationships that we build with our business partners. And that's just how it is. Yes, preach, sister. So, so I love that I get to spend the majority of my time um, working with realtors now. It's my number one job um, is building relationship with realtors. Thank you. I yeah. feel like I haven't loved on you in a while. Oh, yeah, we need uh, to get some lunch. Oh, we do. Yeah. A cocktail, yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I just love that that's what I get to do. I mean, I spend my mornings setting appointments. I spend my afternoons having appointments with realtors. And, and we're, I mean, we're really, truly friends. So I really love that part. Good for you. Thanks, Colleen. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 